Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. To do now, so for your next gathering, let the Butcher Shop Steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. You ready? Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard from what that's got 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% Sick and he's spitting fire in mice. Got him out the dryer. He's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top. But a fucking nihilist porcupine. He's a he's a the type. Women wanna be with him. Rappers hope he gets eight years in the making. Patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. He's not your everyday on the block. He knows how to work with wood. He's got making his way to the top. He don't think it's a common on his name. People keep asking him, was it? Given that Bertha doesn't stand for an act. But no, he's living proof. Let him rock in the booth. He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice. juice. Him and this crew are known around as one of the best. Dedicated to what they do and get 100%. Nobody really knows how or why he works so hard It seems like he's never got time Because he writes every note and he writes every line And I've seen him in Protection breaks down and time runs out Down goes Rodgers in the sack for Leonard Floyd New this year and after spending three years with the Rams The former first round pick of the Bears And now Rodgers sits down Loss of 10 on the play, and hopefully the Jets are thinking that's the only loss on that play. See what happened at the end of it. Take a look here at the very end, and it's hard to hard to see. Of course, he he had the the calf issue in training camp, but here's a little better look as far as what might have happened for him to go back down to the ground. And he's coming out of the game. And that means that a few plays into game one, Zach Wilson, the former number two overall pick from BYU, who's made 22 starts in the NFL, has thrown 15 touchdowns, 18 picks. Jets do have a timeout. They don't take it. Bass hits the upright. It's good. Plenty of leg. Off that flag at the top and then through. And it appears we will play on. And getting away a line drive kick is Sam Martin. Gibson runs under it at the Jet 35. 
Starts to his left. Gets to the 40. Turns the corner. At the 45-50. Blockers in front. At the 40. At the Bills 30. Inside the 20. Stutter steps. To the 10. To the 5. Touchdown! And the Jet touchdown! This game is over! What a way to end Monday Night Football. Gibson's going to take this one back. 63 yards for the touchdown. Welcome in. Good news. Horrible news for the New York Jets last night as they knock off the Buffalo Bills. By the way, Gibson is a young man I've seen play a handful of times, and I'm glad to see him have some success at the NFL level. That's the one bright spot for the Jets last night. That and the fact that Zach Wilson wasn't horrific. Uh, Gibson played Josh Allen. What? He outplayed Josh Allen. Uh, you, out, you outplayed Josh Allen yeah. last night. Gibson out of Stephen F. Austin. Speedster. Kick and go. Anyway, uh, it is official. We just got breaking news. Aaron Rodgers is officially done for the season. An MRA has revealed a significant Achilles injury. Their worst fears realized. Four plays, and it's over. And maybe it's over. Mm-hmm. Coming back from an Achilles injury is no... Easy task. He'll be 40 years old trying to do it. So. Everything changed for the Jets last night in Christian. A New York minute. Well, a New York second. Who gets credit for that? The sack? No. The music. What do you mean? Who did that? That was uh, Don Henley. You or Christian did that? No, that was him. That was me. Good job. Just completely pulled that, that out of my really butt. No, yeah. that was awesome. I even hit the hit the uh, post there. Tommy Smith would be uh, proud of me. Kudos. Yeah, thanks. Um... I take no joy in that. It sucks. I hate it for Aaron Rodgers. It was going to be a fun story to follow. That storyline, you know what? People have joked about how the NFL has a script. Hmm. That would have never been scripted, right? Nobody would have ever written Aaron Rodgers off in week one, four plays in. What a miserable deal. I hate it for, I mean, John Neighbors is going to need all kinds of hugs today. They're on the road, thank God. I almost couldn't bear to look at his face this morning. I really couldn't. Complete tear of the Achilles on that sack. Looked like a completely innocuous play. And next thing you know, his season's over. And the Jets' playoff chances are probably dashed. And now the question of the day becomes, do they finish dead last in their division instead of being a, con- a serious contender to win the thing? You watched that defense last night? It's good. It's yeah, they're legit. really good. Uh, and offensively, if they've got a quarterback that can run that show because they got the receivers, they got the running backs. Brees Hall's back, baby. Their offensive line stinks. It, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was under pressure three of the four plays he was involved in. So, I mean, how long was he going to last anyway? They, that, that offensive line's trash. Here's my conspiracy theory. He saw what the Cowboys did last week to the Giants, and he's like, no way in hell I'm playing those dudes. Let me go down in this first series. That's it. So, by the way, you guys got a hell of a break. Yeah. Don't yeah, let don't let know. Zach Williams come get you. Mm-hmm. Zach Williams. Zach, Zach Williams is going to come get us. Don't let Zach Wilson come get you. Yeah. yeah. Three o'clock. What a Saturday, horrible loss. Sunday. What a horrible, horrible loss for oh, Buffalo last night. Oh, no. But that, yeah, that one, too. To, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. For both. Both. Yeah. But, uh, Josh Allen looked terrible. I mean, the, there were times, some of the throws he made, you're like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, right? A top five quarterback? Top five quarterback doesn't make those kind of decisions. He's got Farvitis. Thinks he, just because he's got a cannon, he thinks he can squeeze it in anywhere. You yeah, can't it was, do it. It was not very and smart. You, you made a great point. Though. I mean, look, that's a good, good defense. That's one of the better defenses mm-hmm. he's going to face. Probably face better defense <laughs> next week, except for that. He's face him twice, though. Yeah, also. that's true, too. That's true, too, but it's his place. So, apparently, this was a deal last year when they played there late in the season. He played awful in New York for whatever reason. Hmm. He talked about it last night. Josh, the four turnovers, um, was that something that he did, or is that just you maybe forcing the ball, trying to force the ball in a little bit? Yeah, trying to force the ball. Um, uh, yeah, same Same place, different day. How do you fix it? Is it, I mean, 
what do you got to do to get get it on track? Yeah, I mean, mindset-wise, just trusting what I see and sticking with it and not trying to force anything. And um, It's a good defense we played, but, you know, we can't play two guys. Can't play them and us, and I played us tonight. And yeah. What do you need to do? I need to not throw it to the other team. That's what I need to do. Let's start there. He also had a version of the butt fumble. I missed mm. that part. He ran into his offensive lineman and fumbled the ball. Oh, boy. Yeah, he had four turnovers last night. Yeah, it was not a good night. No. He, in That's his last 19 games, he has 39 turnovers. That's ridiculous. I was talking to Buffalo the other day. Like, I thought this is the year they rise back up. It still could be. But that's a horrific loss. I mean, yeah. to lose to Zach Wilson and that team, especially, I mean, like, look, let's be honest. Like, the Jets were shaken. As soon Their as head coach was stone-faced. Like, I know he's thinking the entire time, but he can't show what he's thinking. Are you blanking kidding me? Really? After all this, this is really going to happen? Yeah, as soon as Aaron Rodgers got hurt, it's like, well, there goes the game. There goes, there goes the season. season. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, anyway, it sucks. It's just it's not good for football fans. But, Even if you like Aaron Rodgers or you hate Aaron Rodgers, it's a great storyline. Flip it, though. This is what's going through their mind. And, and the word was kind of getting out. Some The players knew. Yeah. They somehow came back and won this game. That says a lot about the Jets and their head coach, too, though. It says a lot about Buffalo turning the ball over four times. They helped. Yeah. They they helped a lot. They had taken care of business. They had won that game. But the resolve to come back and win that game, man, that was – and the finish. That was I – mean, can you finish it any better on a night like that? You, told, you no, want to talk kick, about scripted. Yeah, the kick now, that return looked, was great. That almost looked scripted. That was a perfect Hollywood ending. Yeah, it was impressive. The punt return and, and, uh, and Gibson's – yeah, he's he'll do that again. I think that's Chris Turnage's client. Is that right? Turnage was at the game last night, and he tweeted afterwards that he was proud of him. Great job. Well, so I'm sure it then. makes sense. Yeah, small school guy. Mm-hmm. May have to uh, get a hold of Turnage and see if we can't get the young man on. Yeah, Xavier Gibson is a he's a he was a very good receiver too. I don't know if he figures into their offense at all or just a special teams guy, but the dude can absolutely fly. Did you see the clip that was on Twitter? Uh, how, what the Jets did to him? On hard knocks, huh? They uh, call him into the office on cut day and tell him to bring in his playbook. Uh, coach needs to see you. Oh boy! Coach and GM sit him down. Tell him, look, you you gave us everything you had. We appreciate your effort. Uh, you're a great young man. You got a good future ahead of you with the New York Jets. That's me. He was like, guys, I thought you were cutting me. Oh, and he, he's on sitting on a couch. He lays down. He's like, I thought I was being cut. Why'd you do this to me? And they, they, you know, it was it was a good moment. It was a good te- made for TV moment. But that was pretty cool that that's what they did on Hard Knocks to him. And then he wins the game. Six six one one zero three seven. If you want to react to that, we've got a great show lined up today. I mentioned it was a, a Freudian slip. I get a, a Zachian slip. Uh, I mentioned Zach. Williams instead of Zach Wilson. Zach Williams, who plays defensive line for Arkansas, is going to join us coming up in the next hour. Zach's going to be on this every week thanks to Fence Brokers. We appreciate them very much and are really looking forward to having Zach on. Zach joined us during our countdown to kickoff, and he was such a great contributor. He and his dad were up there together talking about being a legacy player, and then he was up there with his teammates, and I thought Zach was really, really good, and I'm looking forward to having him on this year. The defense has been the bright spot in the early going. Need the offensive line to get get stepping in the right direction. Arkansas has got a tough task this week with BYU, of course, so we're going to get his thoughts on the matchup and what's happened the first couple of weeks, and obviously a lot of takeaways for the Arkansas defense so far. Let's hope that can continue. So Zach Williams every week, thanks to Fence Brokers. Clint Conk at the bottom of the hour, uh, brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. we got Pat Bradley, courtesy of River City Flooring in the second hour. Eli Craner will be on in the second hour as well, thanks to Jackalope Cycling and a couple of guests in the final hour talking about a couple of events coming up, including Sunday is the Main Street Food Truck Festival, which I've never been to, but I've always wanted to go, and this is the year. I'm finally going. Gabe Holmstrom's coming on from the Downtown Partnership to tell us about details, when, and what's going to be featured, and what all's going on, and it's a great, it's going to be beautiful weather, too. It's a great opportunity to go down there, smash a bunch of food, maybe duck into a sports bar afterwards and hang out, and um, and watch, you got a couple spots that are within walking distance. The Busker, which is Don Dugan's new place. Obviously, Dugan's Pub is right down the road, and then Brewski's on Main Street there. Mm-hmm. Another good spot. So if you're looking for a good Sunday, that's a good way to go. I haven't checked out the Busker yet. I need to get I down there. I haven't been over there, there yet. Uh, I've, uh, my team doesn't play till Monday, so I'm kind of whatever. Oh, that's right. It's a your, doubleheader. And doubleheader. your game's afternoon. 
Yeah, it's the CBS national game against the. That's one of the things I saw the tweet. The Jets were supposed to be, or they are, like on national TV because of Aaron Rodgers. I think it's four times in the first seven weeks, and like nine out of the first fifteen. I think they got five primetime games. Yeah, they they are on Monday night football, Sunday night football, Thursday night prime. Yeah, it is. It's a blow to the networks. Well, how about if you're a season ticket holder? for New York, and you only bought because Aaron Rodgers was coming to town, you felt like you were going to finally have mm-hmm. a shot. You and now you're like, plays. you don't have a shot. Four plays. Man, it just it's, you have to laugh because it's so ridiculous. You could never have believed well, that would happen. When I saw the notification on my phone, I hadn't even turned the game on yet. I just got sat down and stuff, and I just kind of laughed. I was like, no way. We, we were at a restaurant, sat down. I was like, oh, the game's on. Good. I can sit and watch the game. And I started talking to a buddy, and the buddy said, Zach Wilson's in. I'm like, what now? I looked up, and I, the game had just started. And I pull up Twitter, and sure enough, it's all over Twitter, blown up. I don't know. I can't believe you don't have alerts. I told them I, I can't believe you didn't get an alert on your phone. But I was watching the game on TV. We were at walk-ons last night for Coach Brown's show, and he went down, and we both looked at each other like, oh. Mm. And then you just hope, okay, maybe he tweaked something, mm. sprained ankle. ankle. Right, high ankle sprain. He'll be fine next week if it's the Mahomes version. Uh, but it was just it just sucks. I hate it for football fans generally. And again, the storyline is taken away and it stinks. Um, here was the reaction from the Mannings. Of course, Peyton was just in town this recently, but the Manning cast last night, first one, they're excited, great game, gonna be awesome, can't wait. And oh, he's in the tent. He's not. He's hurt. That's, he's hurt. Could not have been. Holy cow! I cannot believe this. I thought it was just an ankle. Oh, I thought we'd go. T- I thought we'd go tape it up and get him back in there. Come on. Dang. Is it three, three plays, four plays. <sighs> um, yeah, I'd rather see the run it, run it. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this, this baby. Out of baby. This is what he does. Hey, no. He's gra- oh. he's, he's down. He's down. Oh, no. It's his ankle. He's 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 good. Speechless. He knows. He doesn't want to say it. But they got him in the ankle. Got him in the ankle. Then there's another three-step, Pate. We're trying to get the ball out quick. The left tackle's cutting the ball. You know, thinking the ball should be out on a on a quick game. Holy, lot. holy, holy. <laughs> hopefully, they, hopefully they can go over there and... Who is the backup? Richard Todd or Ken O'Brien? <laughs> it's, hey, it's Wilson. their... Wilson still round. plays it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's still there. He's the first first round pick last year. I didn't, I didn't know they had any other quarterback besides Aaron Rodgers. That's the only quarterback I thought they had on the entire roster. <laughs> Later in the thing or in the broadcast, I think EY had asked Peyton how many more throws does Zach Wilson throw this game? And Peyton was like, Hopefully only like three. Hopefully I only have to see three throws from Zach Wilson. <laughs> he I, like doesn't like him. I only watched a couple series, but I didn't think he looked bad at all. He didn't look too bad. His numbers weren't bad. I didn't see his final numbers, but... I think he had one touchdown, one interception. Maybe two. I could be wrong. Yeah. And the touchdown was just a great play by his receiver. Yeah, Garrett It wasn't Wilson. necessarily a great throw. Mm. Anyway. All right. It's uh, 1024. We've got to hit a break. Clint Conn coming up on the other side. He had a, he's got to call in today, unfortunately. We didn't see his shining face. But Jake is on the line. What's up, Jake? Hey, Justin. Uh, good to hear from you, man. As Sucks what happened to Rogers. I was watching him. Bad deal. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. You and I share an affinity for all things Donnie's Rock, specifically Pearl Jam. Yeah. I know you're scheduled to go to the show this week. I wanted to tell you what happened to me this last weekend. Uh-oh. Give you a warning. Uh, so I took time off work. I drove with my girl and her six-year-old son and ten-year-old daughter all the way up to Indianapolis. Spent three hundred dollars boarding and grooming my service dog while I was gone. Six hundred dollars plus on gas and food. Get up there an hour before the lot opens. The band canceled the concert. Not even kidding. Due to sickness. Uh, how, do you, how do you take that as a fan and spending all that I, money? I, 
yeah, so here, here's my thing, too. Pearl Jam is my all-time favorite band. This would have been the seventh time I've seen them live. Uh, we went into the lottery as soon as tickets went on sale. Both of us were trying to get them. Whoever got in first would get them. And it was my birthday gift. This was like six months ago. My birthday was just August. But this is, this is what I wanted for my birthday. I wanted to go see Pearl Jam again. And so I was totally dejected. I mean, I was... They they did say in their message, Justin, that they're Houston and what's the other Texas show that you were going to is Austin? Fort Worth tomorrow. Fort Worth. They said they're they still plan on playing their Fort Worth and Houston shows if uh, they feel the band can go on, basically. But they said it was due to extreme illness within the band. Yeah, they didn't say who. One it, hour before the lotto. Yeah, it sucks. They didn't say who it was, and they didn't say what no. the nature of the illness was. But I got to think if it was COVID nope. or something. They probably would have already canceled it, but it does yeah. stink, and I hate it for you, man. That's that's a bummer, and and that's a long haul. And if you know, look, if I drive over to Fort Worth and they cancel the show, whatever, I'll come home. It's no big deal. But I also don't have a service dog that I have to uh, to get groomed or yeah. or boarded. But anyway, I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to give you a heads up, man. I'll be drunk in the stockyards if you guys need me if that happens. So <laughs> just letting you know. Anyway, hey, I hope you get to see him and enjoy it. And if you do, uh, come on there. You know, let me know the set list and how the, how the show went. Yeah, I, all right, Jake. Thank you, man. Sorry about that. All right, bro. That sucks. Yeah, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. I uh, I saw him at OKC last year. I hope it goes on. If it doesn't, we'll live. Uh, in fact, it's funny. The Oklahoma City show I saw last year was rescheduled from COVID. That's when I knew COVID was real. I remember I'm lying in bed, and I get a text from my buddy who's like, Mr. Pearl Jam. In fact, this is going to be his 50th show. And he said... 50th show 50th, seeing Pearl Jam? Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. And he said... Uh, he said, uh-oh. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, come on. I'm going off. This one, I was like, COVID's not real. <laughs> come on, everybody. Remember, I was like pissed off that the Ivy League canceled their basketball tournament. Idiot. Anyway, also, Guns N' Roses had a show that they had to cancel, too. They were in St. Louis this weekend that said one of their members had fallen ill. They never throw the guy under the bus. You know, it's like holding 76 offense. You know, remember the old days when they didn't name the numbers? Yeah. Like, I want to know who's sick. <clears throat> Is it Axel? Because he sings the way he sings now, Chris. Let's be honest. Could you tell? No. Right. Now, look. If Eddie's puking and stuff, I don't want him coming out on stage. I need full fledged Eddie, and they need everybody in the band. Do I they? I mean, could they miss somebody? I don't think they have like uh, a backup. Under, they don't have understudies. I don't think so. No. I need Jeff Amen. I need be everybody. Okay if they play with like a backing track or something. What? That's a great question. What I rather? Like they can still play their instruments, but they have a backing track, so you can still hear the. I think I need every. I want Stone there. I need everybody. No, I want the whole thing. I'd rather. I'd rather have a reschedule and see the whole band. Okay. I mean, I'm only gonna see. I haven't seen them 50 times. I've seen them twice. So no, I want everybody there. You saw them at Wrigley and you saw them at OKC. Mm-hmm. One one of them was better than the other one. What happened to the uh, the show? Must go on. Well, I don't know. I guess if you can't if you can't perform because you're ill, there's nothing you can do about it. I'd have to be pretty sick to not be able to play, though. I would think. So I don't know. It is weird, but they again. I think they would have said COVID if it was COVID because again they were happy to cancel over COVID. Mm-hmm. They were shying away because of COVID. They were ones like they were not taking a chance because of COVID. So they were very much on the front end of that. So I'd be surprised. And what day was this? What day is what? This they, show was no, on over the weekend. The one that was canceled over the weekend, Saturday, mm-hmm. Friday or Saturday, whatever day it was. It was recently, yeah. Okay. But they they did say specifically in the release that they were going to have the Fort Worth and Austin shows coming up were still on track. Okay. So I'm guessing it wasn't COVID. Or the person that had it was out of their window by the time this rolled around. So, like, you know, it's like five mm-hmm. days or whatever. Anyway, we'll see. Nobody cares about this except for me. I do care about talking to Clint Conk, and I know you do too. So let's get to him on the other side of the break. Tune in to hear what the Head Hog has to say each Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. This 
Texas Sports Center. Aaron Rodgers' New York Jets debut did not last very long. On his fourth snap of the season, Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers suffered what is feared to be a significant Achilles tendon injury, according to New York Jets coach Robert Sala. Rodgers will have an MRI on Tuesday, according to Sala, to figure out the extent of the injury. Meanwhile, the Jets were victorious 22-16 over the Buffalo Bills last night in overtime. Xavier Gibson was the hero as he took a punt back for a touchdown in the extra period to win the game. The Jets' defense was stout. They forced four turnovers from Josh Allen. Zach Wilson was 14 of 21 for 140 and a score in relief for Rodgers. Brees Hall also ran for 127 yards on just 10 carries in his return to the Jets. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. I know the last three years, people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavalum runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Don't miss a single NFL game this week. Monday night, the Bills take on the Jets. Quarterback showdown, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Thursday night, it's the Vikings versus Eagles. Jalen Hurts look to stay in championship form. Sunday, the full schedule, 13 NFL games. Gridiron brunch and Sunday fun day drink specials start at 11 a.m. And next Monday, it's a doubleheader Monday night football. Saints versus Panthers and Browns versus Steelers. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial-tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. Coach Conk, welcome. How are you? Hey, guys. Oh, doing well. Uh, down at the Boston. Uh, it's actually raining down here. You're where? I'm in Hot Springs. Okay. Hot City, Justin. Yes, it's, yeah. it's, I, didn't, I couldn't make it out. You were breaking up a little bit. It's raining here okay. as well. It's raining here as well. Um, Much co- needed. Coach, it is it is raining tears in uh, in New York City today too. Um, yep. You know, we have been for a long time looking for a weakness in Aaron Rodgers' game, and who would have ever thought that his Achilles heel would be his Achilles heel? I mean, what a what a weird twist, what a turn of events, and what a horrible break for New York Jets fans. Devastating, uh, and, and you feel for Aaron because probably for the first time in five or six years. He totally invested physically, mentally, and emotionally into the process. Financially, you know, starting yeah, yeah, starting when he you know signed with the Jets, OTAs and mini camps, and you know he was present and uh, and then I guess four plays into this uh, 
this deal he, he's out and 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 maybe for his career and, and it's yeah. just sad for the the anticipation and the build-up is uh, something that uh, I, I, the whole country was looking forward to, but certainly the fans of the Jets that have gone through such yeah. misery for a long time. But, uh, hey, I'm an old Green Bay Packer fan. I hated him to see him leave Green Bay, but I've always been an Aaron Rodgers fan. So hopefully he can bounce back and maybe get another year or two out of it. Yeah, Jen Bielema this morning tweeted out karma, hashtag karma. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> on, on no. a, just kidding. I'm joking. Come on, relax. Yeah. On a side note, the bad news for the Packers, they now get a second-round pick instead of a first-round pick because he had to play yep. 70% of the snaps. Oh, boy. Here, I, was, I was just about to mention that. Yep. Here's the other thing. Um, that's why you never, ever, ever help your team financially. Because look what happened now. Now Rodgers is not going to get the money that he could have gotten because he, he took a deal that would help them build mm-hmm. around him. You take your money and run <laughs> or hobble. Damn it. Anyway... I hate it for him. I do hate it for the Jets fans. And I hate it for us, Coach. As, as guys, we're not fans of – I'm not a fan of anybody in the East. But I was certainly – what I was excited about watching the thing play out, you know? Absolutely. The anticipation and the build-up, being 9-11 and he runs on the field mm. with the American flag and just the emotion and the energy, it's just uh, – you know, I've been around this sport all my life. And whether it happened to me personally or players or – Members of, the, of other teams that I'm aware of that I knew, you know, injuries happen. And they happen at very inopportune times. Never a good time for an injury. But this one here at such a spotlight. But, uh, hey, maybe he can get well and come back and play another year or two and get his money, get his bag. Well, I would like to see him healthy for another year or two, yes. And I don't know if it will happen, yeah. but we'll see. Um, That's right. All right, Coach, let's talk about uh, a completely different kind of health issue, which is Arkansas's offensive line. They are all yeah. present, and yet they look a little ill up front. What have you seen with what's happening up front? Because running the football has been a significant challenge, and it ain't going to get any easier this week. Well, from my perspective, and again, I'm not there to see them every day, but from my perspective on the outside looking in, and, and I've had some experience with new offensive lines. Guys, you've got and it's not an excuse, but it's a reality. You've got five new pieces working together. They rotate a guy in every now and then or two. So, And then you throw in the tight ends. You've got seven or eight new pieces working together, trying to communicate. And that takes time. That takes time. So the communication aspect of being confident of what the next man to you is doing, and he's confident in what you're doing, whether it's in the run or pass game, and then you throw in the attached players like a tight end or a receiver coming in motion that's going to block in the box, and then the running back being unsure of exactly where that hole's going to be, uh, where that seam is going to be, it's caused some hesitation all the way across. That's what I see. I don't see guys that are just firing out with confidence, you know, two feet in the ground, full necks, and, 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 and understanding completely what everybody's doing. That just takes time. Secondly, they don't look like Georgia and Texas and Alabama and Oklahoma and some of the people that I've seen, Notre Dame. I mean, they just don't quite look like those guys yet. And so there's some physical maturation uh, for a couple of guys. Uh, you know, those tackles are not as thick. They're long, and they got great feet, it looks like, but they're just not as bulky or girthy as, as what you see on some of these other programs. But I still think they're searching for a little bit of identity because of that. Mm-hmm. Now, in the second half, they committed to run the football, and they said they're going to run the football, and they did it better, and they wore down a Kent State team out of the MAC. But you're right. The challenges get bigger this week, and then you go into the four-week gauntlet. We're going to learn a lot about this offense here over the next four weeks, five Can- weeks. Can you take something from that last drive for Arkansas and build off of that? Because that was one of those times where Kent State knew they were going to run it, but they, they were able to run it in that fourth quarter and ran off the last six minutes of the game. And I, and I think you'll see more of that, Wes, because of just the communication, the experience, the guys working together, the confidence that, that they're building, and then, of course, the guys in the backfield having the confidence in the people up front. It all has to work together. And even though we all feel like we got depth in the backfield. You've got a great quarterback in Jefferson. It all starts with those guys up front and the attached pieces, whether they be H-backs, tight ends, receivers, whoever they bring in the box. 
But yes, you hope you start seeing more of those efficient drives where they take command of the line of scrimmage and impose their will. And that's something we really haven't seen yet in the first two games. Coach, other than the inability to get off the field uh, in the first half, overall the defense has played well. Um, when you look at what they've allowed, you know, both in yardage and points so far, uh, they're mixing and matching on the D-line. Uh, it looks like the guys in the back, and even when they haven't had their first-line guys back there, play pretty well. Um, I'm pretty excited about what I've seen on that side of the ball. What do you think about the defense through two weeks? Well, I think, I, I, and I think that excitement is and uh, is justified because you've got now you do like look like physically some of these other teams that we see in the SEC and across the country on the defensive line. You, you've got some dudes up there that's got size. They're hard to move. They're coming off the football. I think they got seven sacks uh, this past week. So I think there is. Uh, that confidence and that optimism about the defense. And here's the thing that really, really struck me watching this particular game. They're running to the football, and they're trying to get a lot of hats with nasty attitudes to the football. And that can cover up mistakes or missteps or uh, missed assignments and things like that because they do look pretty athletic on the back end. They're linebackers that we got to see. Uh, Pooh Paul makes a very physical play for his size. But you're running to the football. You're covering up any mistakes and inexperience you have working together. And that's a great recipe for success on defense. And then the fact that they really didn't get to Western Carolina's quarterback, they got their, they got home seven times on Saturday. So there is a lot of uh, optimism to be had about the way this defense is playing. They look healthy. They look athletic. Uh, they're running to the football, which is number one on every defensive coach's criteria. So whatever mistakes that they're probably making, hopefully they don't make them in the future, but they're covering mm-hmm. up with their effort and their ability to run the football and make plays. I imagine. Another, uh, yeah. another pick six. Another pick right. six this week, right. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're forcing turnovers, which is great. It's covering up some issues, hopefully, uh, that will continue. But Kalani Sataki's bunch will come in a lot more physical, I think, than what they face so far. Uh, BYU so far slept walk through a victory over Sam Houston, 14-zip, and then handled Southern Utah. Both home games. It's their first road game of the year. What do you think of BYU this season? Well, they scored some points last week, so you you got to think that they'll probably come in and score some points this Saturday. So the offense needs to get off to a much faster start. You don't, you don't want to be, you know, the longer you let underdogs hang around in a game, uh, the team that's favored tends to tighten up. And so you want to go ahead and separate yourself uh, as quickly as possible, play well on defense. They're going to get some points probably. They did last year. They'll probably get some points this year. Uh, I think the quarterback transferred from USC is still there. And uh, so they're going to get, they're going to score. You just got to impose your will early, separate yourself, and don't get late into the second half when it's anybody's football game. Because usually the team that's favored to win a lot of times will tighten up and make mistakes. And then you find yourself in a place you don't want to be. Uh, but this will be their first true. Uh, physical test, I think, this year. And, uh, you know, they had another week of practice. They got two games on their belt. Let's see if they make the improvement. All right, let's move on to Arkansas State, Coach. Um, Red Wolves howl occasionally. So far, they've been saying, woof, it's been two rough weeks for them. Um, handled at home against Memphis last week. And, you know, hopefully this is their get-right week. But, man, it's been a tough start to the season. Yeah, I mean, Memphis is a solid team. and, and But, 230 yards and four turnovers uh, is not going to put your football team in a good situation to win football games uh, against anybody, and particularly against a solid Memphis team. That'll probably win, you know, seven, eight, nine games this year. Um, You know, defensively, I think early in the game they played well. They forced Memphis to kick field goals, and then finally they just wore out. And, uh, you know, and then, of course, Memphis separated, but 230 yards at home and four turnovers kind of puts you behind the eight ball early. And they've got a they've got a Stony Brook team, I believe it is, coming in this week. And Stony mm-hmm. Brook traditionally is a very physical FC, big kids, big Northeast kids. Uh, now, they're not going to be extremely skilled, but they're going to be big and physical. So this will be a good test for Arkansas State. Hopefully they pass this test, gain some confidence, and move on because they start their conference play, I think, the following week. 
All right, let's move on to UCA coach. I think it was the third time that they scored 70 points in the Division One era, and they dominated an outmatched Texas college team last week. Not much to get out of that other than they played 90 players last week, hmm. literally 90 guys. Uh, we saw some interesting things, guys who'd never had carries before scoring touchdowns. We saw a quarterback at number 86. It was quite a day. Uh, but obviously, yeah. completely end other end of the spectrum this week as they go to the gold standard in FCS football at North Dakota State. It's a great opportunity for the program, Coach. We were talking about last night on Coach Brown's show. This is a game that, if you can find a way to win, changes the entire culture of your program, potentially. Uh, no question. And, you know, I think it was uh, 2008. We played at home against a UC Davis team that had blown us out the year before. And it was really a watermark game for our program. And we beat UC Davis at home. They had a great football team. We don't had a good year. And and it, it changed the trajectory during that period of time of that season and then the next, really and truly, the next four or five years. This is that type of game. Uh, of course, y'all went up there. Uh, you were part of that group that went up there two, three years ago, played against Trey Lance. Uh, you know, historically, I don't know how many trophies they got, but they got a bunch of them. Um, I think they've won this nine of the last there? 12 championships, and they were yeah. runner-up last year. So they yeah, have been yeah, the picture of consistency. Yeah, and, you know, you know they're going to be big, strong, physical. They're going to have a little skill that uh, they recruit from outside the area. Uh, you're playing them in the dome there, so that'll be a transition. I, I spoke to Coach Brown about this when I visited campus recently, and uh, the thing that was concerning him a little bit is I think there's only 18 or 20 kids that'll be on this trip if they're all healthy that actually went there a couple of years ago. And that's that's a pretty low number. Now, mm-hmm. the transfer portal and graduation has a little bit to do with this. So it'll be a, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle the pressure of the Dome uh, playing against a very big physical football team. Honestly, I, I think this is the year that North Dakota State may be down a little bit, but the way they manhandled Maine last week, Maine is usually a really big, strong, physical football team, and they beat them by five scores. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a big test for UCA, but it's almost a, we've got everything to, to gain and, and really nothing to lose type opportunity. Sure. You can go in there with your hair on fire and play really loose and free, and, uh, and again, you get laid into the game, uh, the home team and sometimes the favorite has that, you know, that chance to really tighten up yeah. and you can steal one. So it's just get close, stay close, maybe have a lead, get late in the game, and make one or two plays and steal it and get out of town. Yeah, uh, that, but, that, but, but what a great matchup. X-Factor Will McIlvain's played North Dakota State twice when he was at Northern Iowa, once in the Dome. So he's hmm. got a little experience up there. I know he's looking forward to going back. We talked about it in preseason. UAPB coach, an interesting opportunity, and they played better in week two, um, although they were solid for, you know, a half or so against Tulsa, but um, against Tennessee State fell short in Memphis, but uh, again, I think we're all optimistic about improved play, and, and certainly they're a much more competitive team at this point. I don't think there's any question uh, that the, obviously the result hasn't been there as far as wins, but they have been very competitive, like you said, against Tulsa for a half or so, and then last week, you know, Tennessee State was coming off playing Notre Dame the week before. <laughs> And there was 35,000 people in Memphis to watch this game. So it was a big stage uh, against uh, you know a team that just got finished playing Notre Dame, uh, the largest crowd in FCS football to date. And UAPB goes in there. They've got a freshman running back that was just named the FedEx Ground Player of the Week, runs for 170 yards, average seven yards a carry. Uh, what a great piece to build off of. The quarterback was efficient. They were right there in that game and, and on a big stage. So I think you've got to say Coach Hampton has it going on the right. They have a punter average well over 40 yards a punt. So there's a lot of pieces that are moving in the right direction. And this week they've got Miles College. So we may see that first W, no question. Yeah, I like their chances, obviously. Coach, uh, I think it's five out of six. Arkansas teams in the GAC have gone 2-0 and to start the season. And hopefully they can keep uh, that rolling. We'll get into some Arkansas matchups here, I'm sure, soon. I'm starting to look at the schedule just a second ago. But uh, anyway, pretty good start for most of the teams in the state. Yeah, you got five schools undefeated. Well, the, the rubber meets the road this week. You've got uh, two and going to Hardy, the team that I think possibly win the, the the conference. So we're going to find out about UAM this week and see if Harding can hold serve and protect their home turf. So you got two undefeated teams there, 
And then also you've got Southern Arkansas at 2-0 going to Arkansas to play uh, Washita. Those are my two games, two undefeated uh, games going on with four undefeated Arkansas teams. So mm-hmm. uh, those are the games I'm going to be looking at this week. So somebody's going to come out of Thursday and Arkansas with one loss. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it's good to see all those Arkansas teams at the top of the conference standing. Yeah, a little gauntlet for UAM here, a little mini gauntlet at Harding, and then they host Washington the following week, so not an easy deal for them by any means. Uh, Wes, high school, we're getting ready for, uh, uh, you know, last weekend obviously was significant. We probably didn't talk enough about what happened with Parkview and Bryant yesterday, but we yeah. were pretty pretty covered up. This week it is uh, Catholic in Benton. Uh, yep. Really, the winner may uh, take control, or will take control, but could possibly win the 6A East and have that number one seed. This is a huge game in Benton, and the, the uh, Panthers feel like Braylon Russell, the Razorback commit, will be back this week. He missed the last week against Sylvan Hills, high ankle sprain, uh, but they're hoping to reload and be ready this week against Catholic. Yes, it's definitely one of my games of the week. Obviously, I've been very impressed with Catholic. You know, they, uh, they're showing us that they're not a flash in the pan from last year, that they've got some depth on that football team, and they've developed some players. Obviously, Benton has been a, uh, a, a stalwart uh, in 6A football as well the last several years, and uh, that's my game of the week uh, as far as big school. Uh, of course, you got North Little Rock going to Parkview. Does Parkview still have a hangover from the Bryant game? That was a great win for them. Uh, of course, Claude Sanders was on the other side. That was his first loss, but they'll learn from that. Brian, Brian's going to be Bryant. But, uh, but yeah, North Little Rock at Parkview. Can Parkview handle success and, you know, not have a hangover from that win? And then, of course, the, the, the 6A game we just spoke of. And then there's a couple of small, uh, high, uh, small uh, uh, division games. Uh, McGee and Monticello. There's no love lost there between the Billies and the Owls. And then uh, here locally, I don't know if you're going to have a, a group out there, West, but uh, Desdoc at Carlisle, and uh, right here in Central Arkansas. And so uh, we've got some good uh, good games throughout the state, but those are the ones I'll be focusing on this week. Coach, we got to run. I appreciate the time. Farm Brothers Flying Service, appreciate their support, and uh, appreciate Lance, and appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. I will be in the studio next week. I'm hella high water, brother. And we'll be here, too. All right, appreciate you very much. All right, guys, have a great rest of your week. All right, you too. Thank you. That is Clint Conk. Up to $9,000 off Silverado's right now. If you're in the market for a truck, looking for a good truck, Quatney Chevrolet will take care of you. $9,000 off that Silverado and still no payments for 120 days. <clears throat> you won't have to make a payment until 2024. They also got some rates as low as 1.9%. That's a great rate these days. Take advantage of it at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Then you can go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And if you're in the market for a used car, they've got some used cars out there as low as $199 a month, $199 a month. And they're paying sales tax on all used cars under $10,000. And that's a huge benefit. No one wants to write a check to the state for sales tax on a used car. Guatney will do it for you. Go take advantage of all the deals happening right now. The Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville Lake, Guatney Chevrolet. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. 
You know, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right back into your joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue without surgery. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a new alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, there's no downtime with QC QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall moving around pain-free, doing the things that you love again, like walking, hiking, or even playing with those grandkids. Call QC Kinetics today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub. From the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661-1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone. today, Christian, before we hit the top of the hour here. One is football related and one is decidedly not. Although it affects everyone, frankly. At, at least uh, half the population. You want me to set this one up? Go ahead. <laughs> there Please. Is, there is a proposal. An advocacy organization has filed proposed language for a ballot initiative that would allow Arkansas voters to decide whether feminine hygiene products should be exempt from Arkansas sales and use tax. The Arkansas Period Poverty Project PPP. is the PPP, the APPP. Are you down with APPP or not? That's the question. Is organizing the measure in hopes of increasing access to feminine hygiene products, especially for women who struggle to afford them. Look, it's a, it's a basic need. It's a basic need. Yes, I think that me and you have an opinion that probably isn't agreeable by some faction of our listeners, but I think food shouldn't be taxed. I concur. And the thing is, too, I'm like, for certain things like this, um, you don't want people to go without, do you? No. It's like diapers, like adult diapers. If someone needs an adult diaper and I have to sit next to them, I don't mind them getting those tax-free. I want to make sure they have what they need. Yes. Anyway, that's the question of the day. The other one is football-related. Yes. Do the Jets finish last in the AFC East after the Aaron Rodgers injury? I'm going to go say no on this one. No or yes. I have faith in the Patriots. I do. I really do. question is, do I have more faith in Mac Jones and Bill Belichick's brain than I do in Zach Wilson's arm? Jets defense looks good. Really I'll, good. Give me the Pats for third place. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Cater your next event, lunch, or dinner. Get the party started. 80 to 240 pieces of sushi platter. Rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi for lunch 